Susan is 26 years old and very pretty. She graduated from an exclusive school for girls at the top of her class. Because of her sparkling personality, she had no difficulty finding a good job with an advertising firm. Well, needless to say, there are many young men and older men who find her extremely attractive and attempt to date her. In short, Susan seems to have everything a girl looks for in life. She also has two handsome children. Susan is married. However, three years ago, she joined the ever-growing ranks of separated women. Susan is typical of many unhappy young females whose lives have been completely turned around because of a marriage that did not work out. She is only one of those countless miserable human beings who are caught up in such a very desperate situation that it just about defies solution. Susan's courtship began pretty much like all the others. She was a beautiful and attractive co-ed actively participating in most school projects. Mari was a handsome guy who knew how to court girls very effectively. In fact, most women dreamed of falling in love with him. They should not blame Susan for thinking herself the luckiest girl in town when Mario asked her to go steady. He was such a gentleman, always so kind and so considerate, and of course, so polite. It was a whirlwind courtship that lasted seven months. Parties, movies, picnics, and home visits. The parents did not object and the marriage date was set. After the wedding, the happy couple moved into a room in the parents' house. The first 10 months were very happy for Susan. She delivered a baby boy and Mario was about ready to graduate from school. They were, well, there were occasional quarrels, but nothing very serious. Then it happened. Mario began to stay out late at night. Sometimes he would come home at one or two in the morning. Susan asked him, why the late hours? He gave her all kinds of weak excuses. He became cold and indifferent to her, and he picked arguments with her at the slightest provocation. They began shouting at each other. His parents started nagging their daughter-in-law and accusing her of impatience and lack of understanding. Things went so badly that by the time their second wedding anniversary came upon them, and their second child, the girl this time, had been born, they were no longer on speaking terms. Mari began courting girls openly. Susan hated her in-laws, who she felt always defended her wayward husband. Finally, the inevitable happened. She left the house with her children and went home to her parents, who advised her never to return. Oh yes, some well-meaning people tried to patch up the broken relationship, but they only made things worse. They were sincere, yeah, but totally unequal to the task. Then, two and a half years and two babies later, it was all over. At 23, Susan was a separated woman, commanded by the laws of the church and the state to live alone for the rest of her days. Her only hope of getting a legitimate husband for herself and a father for her children, an early death for Mario. Almost every day, I counsel at least one separated husband or wife. After seeing this endless procession of miserable people and listening to their countless sufferings, I thought, 
I should write a few lines about them to plead for more understanding. I guess the terrible tragedy of a broken marriage must hit close to home for one to fully realize the immense scope of the problem. I have a sister, the eldest in the family, and the only girl who is divorced. Perhaps it is because of this painful experience that I have a very soft spot in my heart for separated men and women. And of course, there are those cute children of the broken marriage who are moving rapidly straight into adolescence and its countless problems. Let's face it, society is very hard on the separated husband, harder still on the estranged wife. We expect a young mother who has left her husband to be just that, a dedicated mother, and father too, for the rest of her years. In her middle age and in her sunset years, we demand that she give herself wholly and completely to her grandchildren. We conveniently forget that to be a good mother and a happy grandmother is an exceedingly difficult task without a wonderful father and contented grandfather. We so often think solely of the children and forget that a separated woman has a wounded heart which needs TLC in order to heal decently. We forget that any heart that has received such a heavy blow is going to be scarred for life. In theory and in conversation, everybody says, she's only human. But let her try to be human and see what happens. Let her fall in love again and then listen to the talk and gossip begin to build up into a loud war that is deafening. Let a separated woman be seen with another man and watch what happens to her already damaged reputation. Boom! Some years ago, a 30-year-old separated woman was gone down in her home by a man with whom she was having an affair. The whole incident was given more than enough space in the press. Newspapers know what people like to read and they usually give them what they like, so they reported the whole mess in it all its gory details. A front page picture showed the half-naked woman lying dead in a pool of her own blood. The accompanying story dwelt on the affair she was supposedly having with the man. You should have heard people buzz about the whole thing and enjoy it too. How could she? She shouldn't have fooled around. She got what she deserved. Think about the kids. I am thinking about the kids and the intense suffering in store for them as they carry the heavy burden of the horrible stigma they will have to bear till their dying days. I am thinking of how her son will feel when he grows up to be a wonderful teener and courts a girl. I wonder what she and her concerned parents will think and say when they find out that his mother was separated and had an affair and was shot and killed by her lover. Do you think the kids will ever be able to walk away from the dirty scandal that haunts them? I don't think so. We good people won't let them forget. The separated woman who is a Catholic and had a church wedding is torn between two compelling laws, the law of God and in this country, the state, which forbids any subsequent marriage or intimate relationship with another man until the death of the spouse. On the other hand, there is that thoroughly human law within her that says, You are not an island. You need to love and to be loved, to have someone and your children. And there lies the conflict. 
and the pain and the sacrifice and the tears. That terrible pulling and pushing that is going on in the inner depths of a wounded heart is what most of us fail to see or understand. For this reason, we are very often hard as nails, condemning and unsympathetic in our judgment. I know many separated people who have remarried and are extremely restless because they cannot receive the sacraments. They are living good, clean lives, but suffer deeply because of this God vacuum in their everyday lives. I watched my sister trying to live alone after 10 years of an unhappy married life. Two years later, at the age of 31, and after much soul-searching, she remarried. Seven years and one son later, her second husband shot himself. With her little boy, she again stands alone. Don't get me wrong, I am not advocating divorce. I am not excusing anybody. Nor am I condoning evil and encouraging it. I am only begging for a little understanding and patience for those separated men and women among us. Their lives are tragic and painful enough. We should extend a helping hand and a sympathetic heart, or at least not add to their already enormous burdens. And if we are incapable of any of this, we should stand back in reverent silence and let them suffer in peace. About the most we can do is accept them just the way they are and help them by kindness to lead as proper a life as possible under the circumstances. You would be surprised to realize that most separated people are hoping and praying for just that kind of acceptance. Leave the conversion to God. He will act in his own due time. Since we chanced on the topic of God, perhaps it would be enlightening to look into the Gospels and see how the author of the commandments dealt with the Samaritan woman, the lady caught in the act of adultery, in Mary Magdalene.